Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. I love interesting people in baseball, and Taylor Hearn is an interesting person. Not only has he been in a few different organizations. Well, let's count them. Washington Nationals, Pittsburgh Pirates, Tex Rangers, Atlanta Braves, and now the Kansas City Royals have been traded on July 30th, 2023. That was, of course, just a few days ago for Nicky Lopez from the Atlanta Braves. Not only is that the case that he's played for all these organizations, but I think even more interesting is that he's a rodeo guy. He loves rodeo. He loves rodeo, arguably more than baseball, as he said. He doesn't golf. He plays rodeo, or he does rodeo, and it's for good reason. Rodeo is in his blood. Rodeo is in his family. Hearn's grandfather, Cleo, his father, Robbie, three uncles, all former rodeo cowboys. He is a rodeo guy starting at age four and going all the way up until baseball sort of took over. But he still does rodeo, and as you're going to hear, he does wants to do rodeo after he finishes playing baseball. He's still got a lot of baseball in him, but he paused his baseball conversation for just a few minutes to talk to me about his love for rodeo. You can't do that every day, but you're doing it here on Baseballs and Boring. So what, tell if you can, just tell me a little bit about that background and how much... <laughs> How much you still follow it, or how much is ingrained in you? Uh, I mean, it was the first sport I ever did, so really something that's never, never gonna leave me. Uh, I plan on getting, getting into it uh, once I'm done playing, have everything set up. Uh, so you won't be seeing me on the golf course; you'll be seeing me roping. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, my dad, my dad and his three brothers did it professionally. Uh, and then my grandpa, he was the first African-American to go on a rodeo scholarship and um, win the professional event, Calf Roping. And uh, got into to the Hall of Fame, Oklahoma Rodeo Hall of Fame and Texas Hall of Fame. Okay. So I guess you could say he's, he's pretty famous. That's, first, there's so many cool things about what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, so how young were you when you remembered going to the rodeo? I mean... Like my first rodeo I ever went to? Yeah, it was. Or were you the, were you the little kid? Like, did, immediately this oh, was. Yeah. was. Because, like, 
they didn't they didn't put a bat in my hand they put a, they put me on a horse and so like i've been as far like just traveling wise like doing rodeos as far north as like north of south dakota i've I mean so so many rodeos in my life so uh, i traveled a lot though. so i mean doing rodeo and minor league baseball and professional baseball is not really about the same so <laughs> so you said it was your first sport mm-hmm. so when I mean did, how when did baseball come into the equation or was it like hey listen I just want to keep doing rodeo because your family was so ingrained with it well they were they were okay with it they were like they, they let me make my choices about what sport I wanted to do so what they did is they just basically let me play every sport and then um I kind of just made it where I just chose baseball. So when I got to high school. Um, I tell people I think I, I truly think God chose it for me because I couldn't tell you to this day why I picked baseball. Uh-huh. And, and when I got to high school, and it was just strictly baseball ready. That was it. That was it. And, and I mean, what sense of pride to have your family? You know, like you said, your grandfather, right? I mean, to, to, to yeah. be. I mean, this is. It's not just like, oh, I like rodeo. I mean, to be in ingrained in it like this. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's ingrained. It's in the blood. It's one of them things where it's just like won't it's hard to it won't ever leave me you know being around cattle horses all that type of stuff is just stuff that's like ingrained so i'm kind of like i love it so like i tell i tell people like that's that's my that's my golf to everybody else so in the off season what do you just go to rodeos do you like practice rodeo or um i know i know a bunch of the guys that are on the pro circuit so i'll go to their houses every now and then um help them out with whatever um yeah, I kind of just will mess around on the dummies and stuff like that. Other than that, that that'll be about it. So. What's so? What's the specialty? I like again. I apologize. I'm not a. I'm a rodeo newbie. But what's your specialty? Like, what's your like? Because there's roping, there's riding, there's so just just the event would be calf roping. So okay. that's the event. I can do team roping as well, but I don't really put that much time into it. So it's strictly strictly calfing. So here's a, another stupid question. Is there any correlation between that and pitching at all? There's a lot. Um, it goes from as far as, like, when you throw the rope, um, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. It's the same thing with baseball. Like, I can sit here and rope on 100 kids, practice kids, and throw, like, you know, 15 bullpens. And then I get in the game, and, you know, it could be sporadic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's the same. So probably one of the things I learned from it was just learning how to control the controllables and control what I can control. Because, like, I know, like, if I'm having an off day, or whatever it is I know like I don't really get too high I get too low I try to do my best just to maintain it but mm-hmm. I have like realistic expectations kind of like saying they had rodeo where it's like I know I'm not going to have every day where I'm going to be the fastest guy mm-hmm. at rodeos I know I'm not going to be a pitcher where every day my stuff's going to be on so it's kind of just kind of just that's interesting no, do, do, do you ever show like in bullpen or do you ever like show guys so there's video of uh, when I was with Texas um, Jose Trevino was one of my good buddies yeah yeah his video on YouTube I actually when the national finals is in at Arlington I went and me and him did a uh, I showed him how to do it yeah 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 so you see that yeah yeah so really? and, and then that next following year we, we signed like Brock Hole, who's also from Texas. So oh, I know yeah. Brock's yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, then yeah. so then there's a bunch of video 
of me showing them how to do it as well. So it was fun. It's cool. Like, like anytime anyone's new and good at something, it's it's awesome. So you said like when you finish, mm-hmm. like this is what you want to do. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, is there, I, again, I don't know, like it's, do you, is it, I, I don't know like how old people are, if you, how long people do it for, like is it, I mean, I, the only thing that I've seen is the Netflix thing on the, the, I guess it was uh, Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's the same thing where like you can do it till you're like in your thirties and stuff. Okay. There's guys those guys competing now on the pro circuit that are in their forties. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, man, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And if you need need any anything else, just let me know. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 